0: And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's wild and wonderful. What's going to happen? We have no idea. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I get a wowser bowser Wednesday? Because God is in charge of this crazy bus called the Christian Journey. First, you are now entering The David Spoon Experience Twilight Zone. This type of material I find to be the most fascinating because it makes me think about how deep God is. We start off by understanding this simple truth. Get ready. God selected you and me before the world began. Let's linger here just for a moment and grasp that thought right there. Before portions of Genesis 1 took place. You and I were already being seen in the eyes of God. You were no accident. You were chosen, elected, favored, and graced by God. Now, we're going to step up into what becomes the most fascinating thoughts amongst mankind. Greater than any science fiction writer could possibly imagine is this simple truth about God. Before all things that we could possibly understand, God had a plan. Nothing in the universe was going to stop that plan because he desired for that plan to come to completion. The incredible truth is that we are a part of that plan. We are a part of and in the plan of God. And finally, while I address the elephant in the room, which is the difference between predestination and free will, first we will acknowledge the Bible's truths. The truth is that God knows our Christian journey step by step, inch by inch, and it's clear that this path has already been marked out for us. It is also clear that we don't know what this path is. It also makes it clear that God does know what the path is. It also makes it clear why we need to fully trust the Lord. He's got us covered from start to finish.
1: David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome to the David Spoon Experience. Local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, oy vey, oy vey, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? You can email us, David at he must That's David at he must You can text us during the show, 214 210 8483. That's 214 210 You can also call us at 972-445-0770. Life-changing, earth-shaking, many things to be said there. But you call 972-445-0770 and you end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello,
2: lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to, kid, a dynamite.
0: Talking to Dynamite D, that's like talking to the utility player that has every position covered and he's there covering it for you. You like that? That sounds lovely. That's a good one, right? Yeah, because utility players are the most important people because they can play all the positions. Very true. That is why that's important. Hey, maybe you've got something going on. Maybe you've got a prayer request. Cool. Maybe you've got a praise report. Cool. Maybe you've got something you want to share. Maybe you just got an opinion, a thought, a comment, or a question. It's not a kvetch but it is an opportunity to share. I know some people are looking at the things that are going on in the government, in the media, and going, oh, Jesus, come back now before David finishes the sentence. I know David is saying that at the same time. Here is it in a nutshell. Until he comes back, we, we move forward. Until he comes back, we occupy. Until he comes back, we advance the kingdom of God. We don't hide. We don't disappear. We don't become non-existent. We don't meld in with the world so they can't tell the difference. The one big thing for Christians is if they start arresting people for being Christians, you better be arrested. Because if you're not, that's a bad sign. So if you want to reach out to us, you can do that. If you've got the best recipe for apple pie, you can do that. You can do any of those things. You can even answer trivia. Who was on the road to Damascus when he was converted? You should know that. I'm not even going to say. I'm not even going to give you a hint.
2: No hint needed for that one.
0: No hint. No hint. You're not getting any hints on that one. I mean, come on. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. You can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three, as well. You can send an email to David at he must increase dot org. I will tell you that uh, Joy N and Al are tied for the pow pow right now. So I'm just letting people know. But we do have somebody calling in, so. Uh, let's go ahead and start with that process. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Gary. Doing better than I was on Monday. <laughs> I can tell you that. My ear was just throbbing. Yeah. So he gave me this medicine. It had a little like steroid in it and a little, you know, antibiotic in it. And I took it last night and I was like, wow, I could actually sleep on that ear, which is the first time in like five days. So I was really happy about that. Well that's good. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, yeah, praise the Lord. I mean I prayed I, I prayed for you. Well I you know what and I, I I'm not kidding when I say I need those prayers. I mean I need them. I mean I'm just being honest. I, I I think we all need to be praying for one another and you get to it and we need this help. We need the Lord to help us and other people helping us carry the burden. That's just yes. This is exactly how I see that going down. All right ready? I know you'll know this one. Who was on the road to Damascus when he was converted? Well, it was Saul of Tarsus who became Paul. That is correct, Amundo. Now, I was keeping a thimble open in case somebody said the donkey. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's really a part of it. But excellent job. Excellent answer. We want to keep praying for you. And just like we prayed earlier today, and keep praying for all these people that are going through it and they're, they're getting responses. And I think that it's something we should stand in faith. God answers prayers. And we should you just know, believe yeah. that. Amen. Okay. All right, brother. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. And God bless you. You too. Bye bye. All right, love talking to Gary. Great guy. All right, so uh, don't forget to be uh, praying for our ministry expansion. Still something we've got to be praying for. Nothing's happened yet. You're like, what's happening? What's happening is we're getting through this week because tomorrow is a basketball, you know, so it's just like,
1: you know. (laughs) One step at a time. Yeah.
0: You know know how you eat an elephant? Even the people, the woke people hate this. But you know how you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. That's it. Although, you know, a little salsa or salt or some kind of sauce. You gotta have something. Okay. Anyway, all right, let's get into this. People don't 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 flip out. Just relax. Okay? All right. Let me read this passage. I think you'll understand this. Ephesians chapter one, verse four through six. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. If you have a Bible and you mark this, you have to have Ephesians 1, 4 through 6 and Ephesians 1, 11 marked. You have to, have to, have to. And the reason is simply this, and I want you to catch this. This is the kind of thing that people say and they just, we, we lose it because I understand our responsibility and we're going to deal with our responsibility when we talk about the human side of things. But let's just talk about the divine side of things before the world was birthed. You were in the plan of God. It's just, you know, you just really want to hang around that for a little while. Like, wait, wait. He chose us, for Ephesians 1, 4. He chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Got no argument with people that want to focus in on the holy and blameless part. Zero. Okay? And in fact, this verse in and of itself shows you that God has a side and we have a side. We're supposed to be holy. We're supposed to be blameless. That's our side. But prior to that, God chose us. Okay, got it. So God has a side. We have a side. Are they always the same? No. Is his timing the same as ours? No. Is our wisdom the same as his? No. But he chose us before the creation of the world. So before there was an earth, okay, listen before there was an earth there was a plan there was this idea ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. listen to this verse i just don't know how you can this is the kind of verse you know I would never suggest anybody to to you know put stuff on their walls and you know cuz I'm really bad at decorating so you you would never ask my advice but if you had a verse this would be a great one verse Ephesians 1:11 In him we were also chosen having been predestined according to according to the plan <laughs> See you see that little you see those seven letters right in there Therefore since we are, just listen In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan. His plan. The plan of him who works everything in in conformity, works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. Here's the thing that we don't fully understand, and that is God has a plan. I know. You don't want to think God has a plan. But guess what? He does have a plan, and you're a part of that plan. Are you doing everything that you're supposed to do in that plan? I cannot answer that for you. Are you doing all the things the Lord has asked you to do? I cannot answer that for you. What I can tell you as a Bible-believing, born-again Christian who is authentically connected to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you are a part of the plan of God. And there is no plan anywhere that has more stability, consistency, and commitment than the plan of God. And you are a part of his plan. Talk about valuing ourselves. God has put the value, the bounty on you and I. The cost, the blood of Jesus. More than all the gold and the silver the world could ever produce. That's your value. That's how important you are to God. Ooh, Take our break and then come back. You are listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Call Punch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy.
0: The most significant benefit of working with Cal Punch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull.
2: Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station.
0: Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull there that's better cowpunchsites.com slash dad the deterioration of the ecosystem or creation itself is definitely the result of man you say well how can you say that well romans chapter 8 verse 19 through 21 i just read the scriptures i don't need anything else The Bible says this, the creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself would be liberated from its bondage to decay And brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Creation itself is longing for the redemption that comes through Jesus Christ. And until that takes place, it is on a collision course down. The result of the ecosystem or creation itself crashing is a result of man's sin in the garden. So when they say, oh, well, it's not man-made... Oh, yes, it is. Of course it's man-made. It's because we messed up in the garden. But I wasn't with Adam and Eve. You were in the person of Adam and Eve. And if you want me to use it, you were in the life-giving force of Adam and Eve. And if you want me to really say it, you were in the loins of Adam and Eve. You were there, too. They stuck their fist up to God and said, nope. And God went, okey-dokey, here's the result.
1: The David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770. The truth station here in Texas. That's K double Amen 770. Don't forget the K double Amen part 770. The truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our next trivia question. Now, even though this has got more involved in it, you should still know it. <laughs> is, that, is that a nice way to say that? Just like, even though this is a little more involved, you should know this. All right, fill in the missing words. Okay, this is from Jesus in Acts. Okay, all right, all right, all right, there we go. All Actually, it's Matthew uh, also. Well, there's a couple of different places. Let's just leave that there, okay? Here we go. Ready? All right. Mostly Acts 1.8. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in blank and in all of blank and blank. And to the ends of the earth, fill in the missing words, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in blank and in all of blank and blank and to the ends of the earth. If you think you know the answer, I believe it's Acts 1-8. If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. Okay. So before I go into the further teaching, I do have jokes. <laughs> and I'm warning you. These are not, these are not easy jokes. Okay? Do you hear what I'm saying? All right. This is a tough joke. It's one joke. It's tough. I don't want to hear it. It's tough. Did you hear what i say? It's tough? All right. There is the story of the children's church teacher who asked a little boy if he knew where Jesus dwelt at the present time, confidently expecting that he would answer in heaven. The young boy looked at the teacher and thought for a moment and said, in the bathroom at my house. Why do you say that, inquired the shocked teacher. He said, because every morning when my daddy pounds on that door and says, my lord, are you still in there? (laughs) Come on, people. (laughs) Come on! How is that not funny? Pounding on the bathroom. My Lord, are you still in there? <laughs> Don't tell me that's not funny. If you can't laugh at that, it's all too serious for you. Uh Fill in the missing words. You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in blank and in blank and blank and to the ends of the earth. So there's four places. you got to come up with three of them. Uh, 972-445-0770. Do you got something on that? Got a text answer, FYI. Okay. Uh, hold that. Hold that text answer. All right. Uh, and then uh, text 214-210-8483. I didn't say that too fast. I could say it really fast, though. i go, 214
2: <laughs> You did a little bit, Dave.
0: That's a little bit. Uh, And then also, David at hemustincrease.org.
2: <laughs> Don't forget that.
0: All right. Uh, I want to go and listen to this. This is so cool. I just want to I want to talk about it. And it's like you think, well, yeah, I've heard all this stuff before. I know you have. There's not much you will hear after you've been a Christian for three or four years. You won't hear a lot of stuff that's like brand new. I mean, Jesus taught for three years. Right? There's not a lot of brand new material. It's like, so, well, somewhere in here you've heard some of this before. But listen to some of this stuff and, and, and connect with it. It's just amazing. So we just talked about God choosing us before the world began. Okay? Before there's a planet. Okay? just I, I want to hear about all the conspiracy theories about moons and stuff like that. Before there was a planet, God created a plan. It's like, What? And in that plan, we were a part of it. It's like, oh, that's so nice. It's so cool. Now listen to this from God's point of view. This is God's point of view, right? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, this is referring to chapter 11, right? Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so in- easily entangles us, and let us run with Perseverance, the race marked out for us. Now, I think it's this, specifically the NIV that uses that phrasing, "marked out for us." Now, have you ever gone on a run, or you know, any kind of uh, you know thing of that nature, where they had to, you know, tell you the different places to turn and to go and to that's what it's talking about. Just don't have to make this complex. It's like, all right, well, you run up here five miles, and you turn there for a mile, and then you go over here for a quarter mile, and you go up here for two miles. And you know, that's for people that could run a lot because I, I couldn't do that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, or maybe it's a restaurant run, and you go to this restaurant, then you go to this restaurant. I can do this. So you get in your car and you drive to this restaurant. You get the appetizers, then you get in your car and you go to this restaurant, and that's that's where you get your uh, uh, your main course. You go to this restaurant, then you get your dessert. the restaurant run, right? That's all marked out for you so you know where you're going. The walk is marked out. Now, who marks it? You? No. You don't mark it. God marks it out before us. It's a plan. Do you, again, do you know everything that's going to happen? No. Does God know everything that's going to happen? If he doesn't know, he's not omniscient. That's the key. God knows everything that's going to happen. Scriptures, 25 scriptures straight out that talk about God knowing everything there is. Omniscient. Even when God gives people a choice. Even when God says, I'm going to sit here and ponder this, and then I'm going to decide for you. He's already decided. He knows what he's going to do. It's the people that don't know. Not God. And now I want to take you up to this one little thing and and this is the fun part right so what have we learned thus far well before the earth was created you were in the plan before anything else happened there's a plan you're 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 doing this race the the christian walk we talk about the christian bus you're in this christian uh you know this christian journey and there's a race that's marked out the markings it tells you where to go it's marked out for you cool I'm going to take it, I'm going to switch it. Micah chapter 6, verse 3 through 5. Here's what God says. My people, what have I done to you? How have I burdened you? Answer me. I brought you up out of Egypt and redeemed you from the land of slavery. I sent Moses to lead you, also Aaron and Miriam. My people, remember what Balak king of Moab plotted and what Balaam son of Beor answered. Remember the journey... From to Gilgal, that you might know the righteous acts of the Lord. Here's the part where it starts to move into our responsibility. God has brought you through this journey. You think your—if you took your life and you wrote it out in a book, would it not be an amazing tale? Would it not be an amazing story? Right? Well, God has written this book. That's why He's Jesus called the author and the finisher, the one who concludes, the one who brings it to 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 the end. And so here the Lord says to his people, I got it. You're a part of my plan. I love you. I'm with you. I've got this marked out. But you need to remember the journey that you've gone through in some of this process. You need to keep this in mind. And you need to keep in your brain that this journey has been graced by God. You've seen his hand a thousand times you haven't written down everything he's done. You've just seen his hand a thousand times, and you know you have. And it just it just makes you think, gosh, the Lord he, he's he's wow. Then what can I do, lord? i'm gonna I'm gonna remember my journey. What can I do, Lord, to do the right thing before you? He has an answer in Micah the same chapter he says he says what with what shall i come before the lord and bow down before the exalted god shall i come before him with burnt offerings or calves a year old will the lord be pleased with thousands of rams or 10,000 rivers of olive oil shall i offer my firstborn for my transgression the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul he has shown you o oh man what to do what is good and what the lord requires of you act justly Love, mercy, walk humbly with your God. That's what the Lord wants you to do. You know what the Lord wants you to do? Ready? In response to him having the plan, he wants you to do something. It's on you. Remember this journey. Remember he's tracked you. Remember he's got a plan for you. Remember you're a part of this plan. Here's what he wants you to do. Even though you've got this plan marked out, here's what I want you to respond. He wants you to act justly, love, mercy, and walk humbly with your God. That's what the Lord wants from you. Is, is that really, is that going to save you? No, that's not, the, that's not the question, that's not the answer. Here's the question, what does God want from you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. That's what God wants from you. That's what God wants from me. And you think, but, but you know, it's all marked out. He has given you and I a responsibility, a part of the plan to function and reflect him. And to reflect him, you have to act justly, love mercy, and then think of Jesus and understand and walk humbly. That's what he wants. Well, I can do all these other things. Nope, he doesn't want you to sacrifice your firstborn. He doesn't want you to. You know, doesn't want you to offer a thousand rams. He doesn't want you to spend a bazillion dollars. He wants these three things. In response to him setting everything up. Okay. All right. When we get back, we're gonna tear into the next part of this. Uh, fill in the missing words. You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Oh, do you, and you have that text, right? And you'll be witnesses in. You want to share that text?
2: Yeah, so the text, and, you know, it could be right, could be not, but the they, the answer was um, Judah, Samaria, and Israel.
0: Okay, close. It okay. is not me, but this is a text. That's fine. <laughs> it's Jerusalem... Judea and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. This should be Acts chapter 1-8. So why that's important is they were in Jerusalem, so your witnesses in Jerusalem, in home base, where you are, in the next town over, which would be Judea, okay? Then in Samaria would be that next outer ring, and then the outer parts of the earth would be the even furthest ring that there is. Does that make sense? Okay. You owe me a dollar. All right, Uh, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, Truth Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
2: Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon Experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish. And after intense drug use became a christian he's married to his best friend noel has three children seven grandchildren plus two dogs named levi and bert he has three separate ordinations from three different denominations and is a summa cum laude for his ba degree in ministry and leadership as well as a master's degree in theological studies and a doctorate in strategic ministry he has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? Nah, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out.
1: What is the David Spoon experience?
0: You get into the Word of God, and something's going to happen that will blow your mind. Ready? The law of the Lord is perfect, Psalm 119.7 says, able to restore the soul. And I've been been doing this for a long time, and in my 42 and a half years of devotions and in my diligent devotion time, I kind of separate that between the two. I cannot tell you, it must be thousands of times where my attitude has been... (laughs) And then I went into the Word of God, and I came out different. It wasn't anything that I did as much as God speaking into me what he knows about his creation. And so I'm asking you, I'm pleading with you, even if you've been a Christian for 50 years, for 60 years, Nay, for 70 years, like the Apostle John was on the island of Patmos. Be in the Word of God. It is alive. And it will give life and impart life to you through God's Spirit. People come and they read the Word of God, and they're like, well, I get nothing out of it. Well, they don't mix it with faith. And the Word of God, the promises of God, not mixed with faith, are useless. Because you have to be engaged with God and know he's going to speak. People are like, well, that's a a lot of requirement for me to get in there and read the Word of God. You want me actually to believe that God's going to speak to me? Yes, because he will, and if you don't, you won't hear him. So when you open up that book, take 30 seconds, more than you ever have before, and say, just in this moment, just at this time, Tune me in, Lord. Help me to hear what you have to say. Speak to me and let your word breathe life into me. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's K double A man 770, the truth station here in Texas. You know, I just love doing this show. I love it. It's just so much fun, right? It's like, it is, you know, and it's weird. I got to tell you, I'm just sharing with you. It's weird too. Like, you come on Monday, it was a good show. Then you come back today, it's like, this is a good show. And then on Friday, we got to do a show. We don't do a show tomorrow. It's like weird. I don't think I've ever done a Monday, Wednesday, Friday before that I can think of in our time. So this is, what, the 8th of March. So in 10 days, it'll be four years, which is like, you just think about that. It's just like so weird. It's like, wow. But uh, always something different about live radio. You don't know where it's going to go. That's kind of what I like about it. All right. Anyhow, uh, okay, here we are with our next trivia question. Wait, i got to turn so I can get to the trivia question. This is a little tougher, a little tougher, not too tough. How many men did Moses send out from the desert of Paran to explore the land of Canaan? How many men did he send out? That is the question. How many men did Moses send out from the desert of Paran to explore the land of Canaan? Okay, uh, if you think you know the answer, nine seven, what is it? What, what is our number? Nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero hasn't changed, has it?
2: I was about to ask you what it was it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is our number? Nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. Also, you can uh, text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, David. At he must increase.org. So, you guys know here, we got a caller that we're going to pull on in just a second. We're going to send you to the website first. Not gonna go into the long, lengthy. Okay, there's the praise report opportunities on the website. Okay, that's number one, and then uh, don't forget the ambassador programs on the website. I gotta get uh, Deb the Aunt Deb the the stuff, so we gotta get together so I can give it to her. And then the last things about the money, and give a couple of different ways. And look, the money we're gonna we're gonna expand the show. So I understand some people are like, oh you're gonna we're not well I'm not gonna take an, an extra penny. There's gonna be nothing coming my way that in that capacity. We're gonna use every extra dollar we get to expand it. So if we can do it, we can do it. All right? That and we're gonna do it by faith, so we believe we can do it. We just don't know what it'll look like. But then you know what's cool? God knows what it'll look like. Alright. Help us so that we can move it forward. That would be great. You can do all of that on he must
2: Prayer request? He must Praise report? He must Looking to give to this ministry? He must Confused by
1: what's happening right now. He must increase.org. He must increase.org.
0: Ah. That is how my ear sounded on Friday and Monday.
1: Really bouncy. <laughs> type <of> Everybody
0: <laughs> ever said anything It'd be like, "My uh, boy, that did remind me of my youth." Anyhow, uh, somebody's ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? <laughs> This is Don. How you doing, David? I'm doing great, Don. You know what? I forgot to text you. Uh, letter received. I knew I forgot to text you. Uh, that letter received, just so you can know. I just want to let you know that. Um, um. All right, Uh. so I wanted to make sure to tell you that. I might as well just tell you instead of texting you. Like, I'm just <laughs> all right, here we go. This is a classic question, and I got to tell you, we had a couple of wrong answers, so I'm kind of hoping you get there. Here we go. How many men did Moses send out from the desert of Paran to explore the land of Canaan? Twelve. That is correct and no, sir. Twelve is the answer. I was going to pull a Samson and say a, something weird. <laughs> a baker's dozen, something like that. <laughs> yeah, he's so clever. <laughs> you are correct. What happens is a lot of people think it's less because they don't, forget, they don't remember Caleb and Joshua. And so it's a one right. member from every tribe. That's the key. Right. And Joshua did go with them, but they were the only two that, uh, you know, wanted to do something. Yeah, and what's amazing about that, I, I, I have to say this, is the people that came back, I, I love this in, in, the, in the older style teaching, I think you would say it, the King James and the New American Standard, but it says that when they came back and gave a bad report that they slandered the land of the Lord. And it's like when you say it that way, it's like, ooh, (laughs) slandered the Uh, land of the Lord. It's like, oh, that's just not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent job, my brother. Thank you so much. Take it easy. All right. God bless you, bro. God bless you, bro. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. All right. All right. You know, sometime we won't have fun. It's just not today. (laughs) Okay. It was so funny. I was talking to this guy in Walmart. He was, was going through Walmart with Noel. And, and he, we were just kind of kibitzing with one another. And and he asked me a little bit about my Jewish background because I brought it up. And I said, I said, this is all you got to know about being Jewish. Really? This is all you got to know. The neighbor comes over to your mom and says, is your son going to be a lawyer, a doctor, or a disappointment? <laughs> He just thought that was the best joke ever. Oh, that's a great one. Wow. Either a lawyer, a doctor, or a disappointment. That's <laughs> all you get. That's all you get. Anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, we got that done. We got that done. We'll do our history na- uh, in, the, in the next hour. I want to go back to this text. So I want you to catch this because now we're going into text. Everybody knows this text. This is not new. I'm not, this is like, it's not new material, Right. None of this is new, but what I'm trying to do is make this correlation between understanding that you are a part of, of, of what God has in mind and understanding that before the world was created, bam, you were a part of that plan, and God is— commits to you where he's in in walking with you in every part of your life even though it doesn't seem like he is he is and no we're not using the footprints in in the sand but it doesn't mean the idea is incorrect the idea is simply that there are times where you go through things and you the lord's carrying you through it and you kind of know it and you just don't want to say it out loud because it's you know, pride or whatever the case may be. So I want to make sure that we understand it. We're going to use the classic passage, one of the favorite things to teach. And you guys should love this. These texts should be the ones that you almost like they're honey to your to your heart. Okay? Romans chapter 8, we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, those who have been called according to his purpose. I'm going to talk about that For those God foreknew... What, what is this based on? Those that God foreknew, he also predestined, they were predestined, yeah, to be conformed to the image of his son. The reason that you don't get saved and raptured is because God is conforming you into the image of Jesus, and that impact and that light is supposed to impact other people. You want to know why God why God, God didn't take us? Just when we say yes, because he's working out in you what he's already declared about you. And look at what it says. For those God foreknew he also predestined could be conformed to the image of his son, that that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters, and those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified, and those he justified, he also glorified. Now stop right there. How did, God, how did God glorify us? God is not in time the way we are. He sees the beginning of our process, the middle of our process, and the end of our process. He sees us already in the glorification. It's not beyond him. He is omniscient. Here's the key. Here's the noodle baker. He is not restricted by the time that we are restricted by. He is an interlinear being. He weaves in and out of time. In fact, time was created for us. It's like, whoa. See, now you get into these lofty thoughts and you're like going, "Whoa." (laughs) whoa. But these are the coolest things ever. Verse thirty-one. Here's another response. Remember, we were supposed to, we had this one response in Micah. You're supposed to walk humbly with the Lord. Okay, I mean, we, I mean, there's nobody's going to have an argument with with that, right? We're supposed to act justly. Okay, we do the right thing. Act justly doesn't mean act holier than thou. It means do the right thing. Love mercy. Who doesn't love mercy? When I do something stupid, I love the mercy of God. When I don't do something stupid, I love the mercy of God because I think the mercy of God kept me from doing something stupid. All right? He's got one more thing for you to do. Just remember this. Remember? All things work together for good to those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. Uh, verse 29, for those he foreknew, he also predestined. Oh, God doesn't predestine us. Okay, God also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to these things? We've got to say something. got to say something. i got to say something in response to this, all this stuff that's going on. I've got to say something. What should I say? If God is for us, who can be against us? No, just... just does that not just... Over... <laughs> Conversation end Drop the mic See ya What shall we say in response to all these things If God is for us Who can be against us I love the add on If God is for us who can be against us And who cares
1: <laughs> it's like, What a great
0: add on Right God is for you That's what you say And who can be against you? That's what you say. What's our response to this? What's our response to all things work together for good? What's our response to that we are chosen uh, as uh, part of this process before the foundation of the earth or part of the plan that he's got it mapped up? What should we say to all this? How should we respond to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? That is how we should respond. And when the, the, the government comes knocking and the media comes knocking and the devil comes knocking, you know what? If God is for us, who can be against us? And who cares? God never loses. And you're part of his. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770 the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: Can't stand
0: the skill, can't stand the shame maybe false but it feels the
1: same what is the david spoon experience
0: i got this this morning and uh and it came from alice Coleman. and i just want to say she said it's a praise report to share so i am assuming it's okay to share since it's a praise report to share i kind of go with it and i want to read it if that's okay and i just want you to hear how brothers and sisters petition I mean, petition the Lord, and there's times where God says, yes, listen to this. And she even writes it uh, a beautiful job by Alice, by the way. This uh, may seem like a minor issue, but it could have gotten much worse quickly. I'm, fo- I'm fostering Mama Cat and her four kittens until they're ready to go to their forever homes. On Tuesday, I got a bit too close to the Mama Cat, and she swatted my hand. I had a few scratches, so I cleaned them up and applied antibiotics. In just a few hours, I had a swollen hand, red with infection, and it spread beyond my wrist. My doctor had same-day appointments if needed. However, I didn't have my car since it was being repaired. The only thing left was for me to pray for healing for my hand. Isn't that amazing that sometimes you're in the position and the, the, the only thing left to do is call upon God? She writes, as I watched the infection spread over my hand, my hand began to throb. I knew I needed help. I asked God for healing over and over again. On Wednesday, it looked really bad, and I kept asking God for healing. Let me just commend Alice for push, pushing until something happens. About mid-morning on Wednesday, my hand quit throbbing. Then I noticed that the infection was no longer spreading. Later Wednesday, the infection seemed to be getting smaller. By Wednesday evening, it was definitely clearing up. By bedtime, the infection was gone away. Thursday morning, the infection was completely gone. I praise God for healing the infection. It was only by his intervention that my hand was healed. It's amazing that our great and holy father can care so much that he is willing to heal a hand infection of one of his children. I think that's a fantastic testimony. So mega props, mega props to Alice for doing that great job. And I hope that was okay that I shared it. And see, the point is you can pray, you can approach the Lord and the Lord, you know what? He might say, no, I like what Troy said. Sometimes God will say, no. And it's like, that's the end of it. You're done. But sometimes he allows you to keep petitioning. And the reason he does is because the more you pursue him, the closer connected to him, you become and more of your genuine real faith has to emerge see if you just asked and god did it every time you just asked one time it'd be like god would be like a genie well god's not a genie he's your heavenly father needs to be pursued wants to have a wonderful relationship with you and so the more you pursue the more he gets to spend time with you which is what he wants in the first place what he wanted with adam and eve
2: the david spoon experience
0: If Jesus was like me. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon experience. Only two seconds off that intro. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas, as we're getting ready for our last trivia question. You guys should get this. This is super easy. We teach about this quite a bit, so that's why I'm saying that with that kind of uh, uh, response. And if you really can't get it, I'll, I'll give you a, a clue. Uh, but before we do that, before we do that, we got somebody who's calling in, a uh, question kind of thing? Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's send them on through. Let's do that first. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. It's Samson. Hey, Samson. How are you? Good. Yeah, I have a prayer request. Like, my wife is having a UTI. Just Could you just... Pray. It's kind of very uncomfortable. Yeah. So let's just pray. pray. Let's, let's do it right now. Yeah, Father, we come before you right now. We lift up Sanson's wife to you. Well, you know what, Lord? You this is not past you. This is not catching you by surprise. It's uncomfortable. It's not a. It's never comfortable for us to have. Things that are kind of searched out, scratched out, and evaluated in our lives, and we're just praying that there would be a a definite peace, a definite calmness, and Deb and we're asking you for a definite good results on everything that's taking place. You know, we're praying for him. We want to pray for Deb too. She's going through a little bit of flu stuff and getting back to her. And we're just we're just asking Lord God for your continued healing power in the lives of our family. And let there be a comfort and a confidence and not a fear that nobody be operating on a fear. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Do you have a trivia question? Yeah, I do. I think you'll get it. You ready? You ready? All right. This is going to be just for Samson. See if you can get it. Okay? All right. Here we go. What animal accompanied Balaam on his early morning journey to the princes of Moab? Uh, that was donkey. That is correct. It's a donkey Oh sorry, donkey. (laughs) A donkey (laughs) I was was gonna say I was gonna sing what the donkey sang from the movie Shrek, but I thought people Oh yeah or Dominic the Donkey. Right, or Dominic the Donkey, right. Where we're 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 Eddie Murphy saying, I'm so alone. <laughs> it's just the obvious thing ever. Anyway, uh, excellent job, bro. Good work. All right, thank you, sir, for praying, and I'm praying for you and for all our brethren. and sister. Amen. A David Spoon experience. Thank you, brother. Love you. Love you in the Lord. All right, now here's something that's so amazing. I got to say real quickly before Sam answered, Al. And Joanne and Cordelia sent in a text before he answered while he was still. That's how fast they were. The exact same time. It's like, wow. I got to go to the hundreds of seconds to the point now. All right. Uh, I got to do history. Sorry. It's just the way it goes. Let's do history real fast. Let's go. All right. Real quickly. So we're not going to take a ton of time on any of this. Just for you guys that do not know, this is a fun fact about Names Day because it's Names Day. There are 62,935 names of people that rhyme. Wow. How about that? National Peanut Cluster Day. Cool. Anything with peanut butter I love. Uh, or peanut, any kind of peanuts. National Proofreading Day, which is important, but it's, mar- it's just smarter to get the program Grammarly, which helps you with all of your editing if you're at a doctorate level.
1: <laughs> hmm. Tell us your tricks.
0: Ain't no trick. They're the ones who tell us to use it. <laughs> it's like, what, the, what the trick is to figure out is whether the suggestions are right or not. That's the trick. I mean, I'm telling you. All right. Uh, aspirin. 1899. Aspirin patented by Felix Hoffman uh, at German company Bayer. Everybody knows what Bayer aspirin is. Uh, 1972. First flight of the Goodyear blimp. And then, uh, finally, 1936, on this day, the first stock car race is held in Daytona Beach, Florida. Okay, Pretty cool. All right. That's a good one. That was a good, you know, good one. All right. Let's uh, finish this off. Now, we've been talking very strongly about the Calvinistic side. That's the God is in control. Nothing happens without his permission. But the Armenian side, which is just a—it's a, a, it's, not—the the goal is not for these two groups to be fighting. The goal is to understand perspective, Okay. We've said it before. I mean, if you if you if you approach something from one angle, and then you approach you approach something from north, south, east, and west. Even if it's an airplane for crying out loud, it looks different. Okay, just depending on how you approach it. What you can't do is act like because God knows everything, you never have to do anything because that's a sin. <laughs> I can't say that any clearer. And sin is not something God wants you and I to engage with. I mean, is that that as clear as you can – so when we look at 2 Timothy 2.19, as I've mentioned just uh, last week, nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm sealed with this inscription. So it's an inscription, and this is the Lord's foundation. Number one, the Lord knows those who are his. Got it. God knows. He knows who are his. And number two, everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn from wickedness. The people don't know what God is doing. And like I said, Gene Edwards said it best: God knows what he's doing. He's just not telling. The idea behind that is that we need to make our Calling an election, sure. We need to demonstrate that God has touched our heart and that we are doing these things that he's called us to do. On the human side of things, we have absolute responsibility, and you will be responsible for the decisions you make. It's just that God knows what those decisions are, so you're not really surprising anybody but yourself. That's the kind of the thing. So don't think that because you are— I have it mapped out and you've been chosen that you have nothing to do. Quite the contrary. Because you have been selected or elected or chosen or, or specified, because of those things, you have a higher responsibility than everybody else who doesn't know that. So now the onus is on us. The argument that they get into is, well, how is the salvation part determined? And I just see the Lord going, smacking his head, going, oy vey. (laughs) Look, God loves you. He saved you. He called you. He chose you. Get to work. (laughs) It's like you were hired for a task. Get to step. What is it? Get to stepping. (laughs) He's like, get to it. Do the things he's asked you to do. One of those things is, is I mean, how great is it to be able to, is to respond to things by saying, if God for us, who can be against us? The other one is to act justly, which is do the right thing. Love mercy, which is something we love because without it, we wouldn't be here. And walk humbly with God. Okay. We'll do what we're supposed to do. Thank you, God, for putting us in the position to follow you. Get it? All right. All right, folks, you have been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Don't forget, we've got a break tomorrow. We'll be back live on Friday. Talk to you then.
1: The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM. DJRD Broadcasting or its sponsors.